You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is EJ on with TheWolverine.com and we're back with another The Wolverine live recruiting chat this week. Uh, back to our normal schedule. Obviously last week was National Signing Day, so a lot to get through. Glad to be back with you guys. I know it's kind of a little bit of a slow time for Michigan recruiting. We've kind of hit that wall where we're really team focused this week and you know potentially in the week to come after that, uh, obviously Michigan playing in the college football playoff, big semifinal against TCU. If you're not a subscriber to the Wolverine.com, we have a ton of great team coverage. Our team writers are out in Arizona right now covering the team. They've been all over the open practices and the press conference and all of that. And we'll keep you updated on everything heading into the 2024 recruiting cycle, as well as the few stragglers left in 2023, including five-star athlete Nicholas Harbor. So for all of that, you can subscribe to the Wolverine.com right now for just $10 until next football season. So that's $10 for premium insider recruiting information, team information, our great message board community over on the Ford, you know, NIL, uh, basketball basketball recruiting anything uh you can name we have it covered over at the wolverine for just ten dollars until august of 2023 if you haven't liked this video make sure to give it a like if you haven't subscribed to the youtube channel make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel that is completely free you'll get notified every time a new video is posted we'll still be coming out with uh, weekly uh videos for michigan recruiting but we'll also have a ton of team coverage uh, from out in Arizona. So uh, here we're going to focus on recruiting, uh, specifically getting on into 2024. As always, this uh, show is uh, shout out to Kicking Chicken for uh, for his comment. Um, Crack the Nut is excited to be here. Christopher Robbins, uh, hopefully not part of the new Winnie the Pooh slasher movie is here uh, as well. <laughs> but hope you guys uh, are, are joining in and getting ready to ask questions. Uh, as always, we do this every week to answer your questions. So come in, post a comment, get your questions started. Um, 
but it looks like people are, are still filing in. Um, so if you're still filing in, like I said, make sure to leave the video a like. Um, we don't have any questions in the queue. We will be going for 30 minutes regardless. But like I said, ask your questions, guys. The Tuesday show is the Super Chat only show. The Wednesday show is when you can ask any questions. Um you want but uh, i see uh, i see that christopher robbins is not involved in the uh, new pooh bear scary movie but uh anyway let's talk michigan recruiting so before we dive into 2024 let's talk a little bit about what's left in 2023 so obviously you have five-star athlete nicholas harbor uh coming in with the top of the board coming in at the top of the board uh harbor is a dynamic athlete six foot five 225 pounds um runs a 10 2 2 100 meters so what's the latest in harbor's recruitment i know that's going to be a, a hot topic of conversation as we head here into the late period look i'm not really too concerned about harbor's recruitment until we get into uh mid-january and that's going to be when we really kind of have a better idea because he still has two official visits remaining. Now he might only take one of those two. He might take both LSU and Miami are pushing for official visits. Georgia's kind of still there, but, but has, you know, cooled down a little bit on the Georgia front. Uh, Michigan's trying to get him back in for an unofficial, but on top of the visits he makes in January, he's also a guy that, is going to have head coaches in for in-home visits, and those are going to be key in his recruitment. So with it being the dead period and contact with coaches being limited, I just don't think we'll have a lot more on Nicholas Harbor than we already know. You know, Michigan's still right up there. South Carolina's right up there. Maryland's right up there. Uh, any of his finalists could honestly win this race. I, I really think it's going to come down to the last few weeks in January. So I think for Michigan fans, it's just stay patient, see what happens over the next couple of weeks. I'll be making my way to Washington, D.C. to meet with Harbor uh, closer to that mid-January target date. I, I want to give him some time to kind of plan out those in-homes, plan out his official visit schedule, and we'll see how big NIL becomes in this recruitment. As you see in the little NIL value uh, up on his on three profile here, it's 311K, so a good amount there, uh, probably even more than that, to be completely honest. So we'll see how um, his recruitment shapes up over the next few weeks. Remember, he is set to make a decision in February. We'll be signing during the late period. Looks like we got some questions in, and the first one comes from Christopher Robbins. So we'll get back to the remaining 2023 targets after we get through some questions. Let's go ahead and, and get to Christopher Robbins. He says, how, ex how exciting is it for Jair Hill and Cameron Calhoun to be practicing with the team in Arizona? So yeah, that's a, a really cool situation. And it's not just Jair and Calhoun. I know that Benjamin Hall is out there. Frederick Moore's out there. Samaj Morgan's out there. I believe there are a couple other um, early enrollees getting to practice with the team. And I mean, it's a super cool experience for them. I'm, I'm sure they're really soaking it up here, getting to be part of the college football playoff, like your first 
few days as a as a Michigan Wolverine. I mean, that's a, an amazing experience for them. And I think it'll help shape them as players in the future. Just having those practices, being a part of the event, getting acclimated to the team. They'll be able to help some of the other incoming freshmen when they get on campus next month. And, and then you have the uh, late enrollees in the summer as well. So I think they'll be able to kind of be leaders. And, and it sets the tone for what to expect at Michigan. It helps build the culture, uh, even though they won't see any game action, just being part of the practices and everything that comes with a bowl game and the college football playoff, I think is invaluable. So it's, it's really cool that Michigan was able to get them out there so quickly. All right, guys, sorry about that. Uh, not sure what happened with my web browser, but my uh, Google Chrome <laughs> definitely crashed there. So hopefully you guys are, are still in here. Apologies. We we still have over 100 viewers, so hopefully you guys uh, get back in. But we are back and we are live. Apologies on my end. I am not sure uh, what happened with <laughs> Google Chrome. Let's go ahead and go down to our next question. And it comes from No Limit Kev, who says, any news on Jacob Odin? So as we look ahead into 2024, Odin is one of the premier targets for Michigan next cycle. Uh, our producer is just about to pull up his profile here. As you can see, he is an on 300 prospect ranked as the number 173 overall recruit in the country, a local kid out of Harper Woods. Uh, Odin's actually a legacy recruit. His father, Rod, was a fullback for Michigan back in the 90s and is now the head coach at Harper Woods. So that family tie will obviously help in this recruitment. And Steve Klinkscale has done a tremendous job here early on. And this goes back to, you know, several years. Uh, he's a guy that has been involved with the Odin family since Jacob was literally an infant. Uh, scale and Odin's father, Rod, have been friends for a long, long time. Um, I think that's obviously going to play a big role in helping Michigan. They have a relationship beyond just, uh, you know, recruit coach. It, it's more personal. It's more family. Jacob has told me he kind of sees Clink uh, as an uncle type. So being a legacy, having that bond with Steve Klinkscale, uh, I think it, it puts Michigan right at the top of the list. Now there are, uh, there are some other, uh, big programs involved. He just dropped his top five, but I have a prediction in for Michigan. I like where the Wolverines stand here. And as far as Jacob as a prospect, he's about six foot, six foot and a half, 185 pounds, listed as a straight safety. Never really seen him play corner. He mostly sticks at safety uh, in seven on seven. But on film, he does move around a little bit in the secondary. I do think he's a guy that could also play the nickel. Uh, but he's a very intelligent player, very football savvy, obviously being a coach's kid, has pretty good length for it, his height. Um, and like I said, just a, a really safe take too. super high floor, not necessarily a guy with uh, tremendous athleticism or a crazy ceiling, but just a really, really solid football player. Um, I think Odin checks out and you, you see uh, the rankings there. They're kind of pretty similar the highest being 132 the lowest being 247 i think odin's right in there uh right in that kind of general range so yeah he's uh a guy that i would say is, is an early michigan lean and a priority on the db board let's go ahead and go down to 
uh, Buzz Buzzer, who says, with Nicholas Harbour saying he may decide sooner than February, uh, do you see anything that would have caused him to say he is ready to decide? Um, not necessarily. Uh, I know you said he might make a decision sooner, but just how soon is soon? You know, I don't think there's anything there. I think Nick just wants to kind of get the process over and done with. Um, he doesn't necessarily love recruiting. And like I said, he might not use his final two official visits, but I do think that he's a guy that uh, is going to be very calculated and he's going to wait until February 1st to announce. So, you know, I, I think Harbor's been uh, a little, not, not necessarily all over the place with his timeline, but he's never been really firm on this is the exact date. He's always just said that he's going to take it into the late period. So I don't think his recruitment's done. I don't think he's very, very close to a decision. Like, I don't think he's sitting down with his family and deciding this week. Like I said, there's still a lot of moving parts here. There's still the official visits or the one official visit he elects to take the in-home visits with the head coaches. Um, will these schools make big NIL runs? There's still a lot of moving parts here. So I don't think uh, Nick has decided at all. Like I said, I think we'll know a lot closer to, you know, around January 15, 16, I think we'll have a, a better grasp. Look like we have a, Big super chat here from Steve Deese's burner. Uh, what are some recruits that Michigan could flip before the next signing period for 2023? So in terms of the late period targets, um, not necessarily guys that are flip candidates. A lot of guys signed during the early window um, in December. So here last week. Uh, so you can't necessarily flip those recruits. They would have to enter the transfer portal and all that stuff. So um Guys that Michigan could go after, though, I mean, the, the the main ones on the board are Nicholas Harbor, Jamel Howard. They're obviously not committed anywhere. But Cameron Brandt out of Sierra Canyon is currently committed to Stanford. He's a three-star defensive lineman out of California. So Brandt is definitely one that would be a potential flip candidate. Michigan is looking to bring him in for an official visit in January. Now, a lot of the West Coast schools have been involved here. Cal and UCLA are obviously in-state schools that are pushing to keep him close to home, both high academic schools. Washington uh, has been recruiting really well this cycle for Washington, and they're uh, strongly in the mix for Brandt as well. Obviously, Stanford's going to fight to keep him in the class and while michigan's not a pac-12 school or closer to home it kind of checks the boxes for him as the best of both worlds you know cal can offer an elite education but michigan can as well and it definitely offers better football so uh brand's definitely one to keep an eye on but outside of that not a lot of flip candidates uh for the late period so sorry if that is a disappointing answer Let's go ahead and go down um, to, and just to, to clarify, um, again, I'm getting questions about Harbor. Did you not see that he could just, yes, I saw the article. <laughs> I mean, look, Nick is not going to make an announcement until February 1st. There's no reason for me to believe that Harbor's going to make a decision this week or next he's still planning out a firm official visit schedule 
the in-home visits are still being lined up. So we're just going to have to wait, I think, in a couple of weeks. And it depends how soon you think soon is. Like, could he make a decision by January 15th, which is only a, like two weeks away? Yeah, definitely. That's why I'm saying, look, keep a lookout around that time. That's when I think we'll have a better picture. But do I think he'll have a decision on New Year's Eve? No, I do not. So, you know, Harbor failed to give a firm true date in that article and so i i just don't think we're going to really know until after the dead period comes to an end and remember contact with coaches is still limited because of the ongoing dead period uh let's go ahead and go down to christopher robbins he says if michigan wins the natty who will that impact uh recruiting in 2024 and beyond um I think if Michigan wins the national championship, that'll obviously have a huge impact for recruiting. Uh, Michigan's done really, really well on the field. It'll prove that they're not a flash in the pan. And I think they've already proved that just by getting back to the college football playoff last year. Obviously wasn't a fluke. Michigan is building a sustainable program that will compete for college football playoff spots and national championships for years to come. And that's going to be very eye-opening. You saw what Ohio state's on field success did for Ohio state. They consistently recruit top five recruiting classes nationally. And there's no reason Michigan can't do the same after this year. Um, I guess the one reason would be NIL. Can Michigan get all its ducks in the row in that front? Obviously NIL has changed the entire landscape of the college football recruiting world. So if Michigan can get an NIL plan set and no, it doesn't have to throw out, you know, crazy amounts of deals or money like a Texas A&M or a Miami. But as we've talked about on the show before, the goal of having a base salary and selling that can still lure top end kids while keeping culture kids in the program as well. So I do think winning a national championship and fixing NIL uh, are the two keys to having, you know, sustained recruiting success at a top five level uh, for years to come. And and Michigan has a staff full of uh, aggressive uh, young recruiters. I think if Michigan, again, does win a national championship, and even if they don't, I think recruiting will take a step forward. But I think the other things that Michigan can do are obviously get that NIL plan rolling, enhance the recruiting department, and I think everything else is kind of there for Michigan to really, really uh, move the needle with with the best of the best. So uh, as far as who it will impact, I mean, I think it'll most impact just the, the bigger name targets or guys that have Michigan in that top three um, that need a reason to go to Michigan. You know, it could help push Jaden Davis to, to set a firm date. It could help land uh, some of the targets that are considered leans that haven't set firm dates like like a Jacob Odin. So I think overall it'll help across the board. Uh, let's go ahead and go down to Evan Corson, who said, are you concerned about Mike Hart's ability to recruit? Seems to go for short, low-rated guys like himself. Cabana was a hometown gimme. And is Michigan in on any high-level offensive line recruits in 2024? Um, so with uh, let's go ahead and address the Mike Hart situation first. Um, yeah, I am a little concerned with Mike Hart. It's back to back cycles here that he's taking kind of diamonds in the rough. You look at the running back room, if Blake Corum leaves and it's just Donovan 
next year. There isn't a ton behind him. You have CJ Stokes, who I think is going to be a good serviceable back, but not necessarily, you know, a bell cow type or even a guy that's going to, you know, really shine in a secondary role. I think he'll just be, you know, good, consistent. He'll get you what you need. And then after that, it's, you know, Tavier Dunlap, who's been pretty disappointing, and then some walk-ons. And you have Benjamin Hall coming in, who's not, you know, very highly touted. And then you have Cabana, who I think could make an immediate impact as a true freshman, especially as an early enrollee, and his versatility can allow him to play in the slot or out wide or return kicks and punts. Um, and I do think he can serve as, as a really good complement to Donovan. They can both catch the, the ball out of the backfield as well. Um, and even though I don't want to see Cabana running between the tackles, you know, 15 times a game, I do think he can run between the tackles. He's actually a, a tough runner up the middle. So it, Cabana desires more contact than Benjamin Hall does at 230 pounds. Cabana obviously being closer to like 185. So um, yeah, I would say Cabana would be uh, a strong candidate to get some early playing time next year. But as far as next cycle in 2024, I think this is the cycle Mike Hart has to land a top level back. And, you know, I think Mike Hart hasn't really shown uh, as much of a passion for recruiting as he has as a coach. I mean, he is a phenomenal coach. He's one of the best position coaches in the entire country. He's done a fantastic job with Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. There's no uh, doubt in my mind that he'll maximize, you know, CJ Stokes. There's uh, no doubt in my mind he'll maximize Cole Cabana. But at the end of the day, I still think he needs to land those top end backs. You know, Blake Corum was a, a top 100 recruit at one point uh, i know rivals dropped him for some stupid reason late but he was an under armor all-american he was wanted by a ton of p5 schools donovan edwards was obviously a local kid but kind of the same top 100 kid wanted by a lot of big time programs so i think with running back being the focal point of the michigan offense you need to land highly touted recruits at that position uh, so 24 is the year mike hart needs to land a high-end guy. And, and there are some prospects on the board that make some sense. Um, it starts with Jordan Marshall, uh, top 100 back out of Ohio, Cincinnati Moeller, uh, visited Michigan for the game against Michigan State, has Michigan right up there with Ohio State. So, you know, the Wolverines are already strong contenders there. Uh, Michigan just dished out an offer to Taylor Tatum, out of Longview, Texas, another top 100 prospect. And you see Texas, and you might not think that Michigan has as much of a shot, but Tatum's also a high-level baseball player, has an offer to play both football and baseball at Michigan. He's planning to visit in the spring. It seems kind of like a Michigan kid was really excited about uh, his offer from the Wolverines a few days ago. So he's one to watch. And then Dylan Jones, uh, out of only good counsel, which produced Chris Jenkins out here in the DMV, uh, loved my in-person eval of Dylan Jones. I saw him uh, late in the season, I want to say sometime in October, and he was terrific. Uh, I would expect him to visit at some point this offseason. So there are some, you know, top 150 level backs out there uh, that are the best in the country that have high interest in Michigan. So it's time to see Mike Hart close the deal with them. Um, as far as offensive line recruits, you know, I think offensive line recruits kind of develop a little later, but obviously Michigan already has um, one on board in Luke Hamilton, a non-300 prospect. 
out of Ohio. And I think having Hamilton on board, being back-to-back Joe Moore Award winners, Michigan is going to contend with some of the best offensive line recruits in the country. But I, I think those guys usually see their rankings soar as we get into um, the spring. I think offensive line is one of the toughest positions to evaluate. Uh, but you look at Luke Hamilton, already ranked as the number 215 overall prospect. And uh, I think his his floor is super high. He's a guy that's a really safe take. You turn on his tape and he's a true road grader. He puts guys in the dirt. He finishes blocks. He lives for run blocking. Um, so I, I think with his brute strength, he's going to fit right in to Michigan's culture under Sharon Moore. Uh, and Moore's doing a lot of recruiting in Ohio. Um, you know, you have the Armstrong twins who are uh, both four-star prospects that Michigan is high in on. They just hosted a massive uh, prospect, literally, and Ben Roebuck, who's a, a friend of Luke Hamilton out of Ohio, six foot seven, three hundred and thirty pounders. So they're in on guys uh, across the Midwest, and I think you'll see more national names pop up as we get into the spring. Let's go ahead and give some other guys a chance to uh, get some questions in. Um, let's go ahead and go. Oh, oh, we have a new, uh, super chat here from Steve Deesburner 199. So appreciate your super chats. All the money that you guys donate on the YouTube live shows goes towards the travel budget. So appreciate you guys for, uh, joining in. So we just touched a little bit on Taylor Tatum. Let's expand a little bit more on Tatum because this is a prospect that I'm really, really high on. We've talked a lot about Jordan Marshall with him being a Midwest kid and having already visited for the game against Michigan state, but Taylor Tatum uh, top 100 prospect out of Longview, Texas. Um, like I said earlier, he is a top prospect in both football and baseball. His on three profile has been pulled up on the screen ranked as the number 79 overall prospect on the consensus top 40 on both on three and 24 seven. So, I mean, he is an elite level prospect um, at the running back position. He's also, like I said, a high level baseball player, um, a true MLB prospect as an outfielder. Um, he runs a 2205 200 meter. Uh, and that time was as a sophomore when he just, runs track, you know, when he can, because he's <laughs> playing baseball in the spring for comparison, Cole Cabana, who trains year round for track this year, his PR in the 200 meter was a 21 nine two. So Tatum, not that much slower for Cabana without having any proper track practice or without doing track year round, doing it as a tertiary sport. So he's plenty fast. He's plenty athletic. I absolutely love guys that can play football and baseball. I think those sports translate really, really well. I think it's extremely difficult to excel in baseball. That was the one sport I always sucked at. So, um, you know, I have a, a lot of respect for guys that can do both of those sports at a high level. And I think Taylor Tatum, uh, when you turn on his film as a pure running back is absolutely outstanding. Longview is one of the premier programs in the state of Texas out in East Texas, which uh, consistently produces a lot of high end athletes. Um, as far as where Michigan stands in general, it's still early. Like I said, um, he's planning to visit in the spring. I do think that he has high interest in the Wolverines. He does have offers for both sports. And it was actually the Michigan baseball program that extended an offer first. They had him on the radar. They hit up Mike Hart and the Michigan football staff. And they were like, hey, 
this Taylor Tatum kid's interested in Michigan. He's also a top 100 running back. So they looked at his film and offered immediately. And so uh, I talked to Taylor Tatum the other day. I'll have an article up on the Wolverine tomorrow. And he has a lot of positive quotes about Michigan. But of course, you have the usual suspects involved there as well. Texas, Texas A&M. Uh, as, as the big in-state schools and then some national powers as well. So it'll be a, a really competitive recruitment, but I think Michigan with how much it runs the ball, it's obviously an appealing destination or should be an appealing destination for a high-end running back recruit. Um, let's go ahead and go down to Zachary Siegel, who says, are the 23 freshmen that enrolled early eligible to play in the Fiesta Bowl? They are practicing with the team right now. I do not think you will see them uh, play in the actual game. Uh, let's go ahead and go down to Seth Scott. And he says, how good do you think Jaden Davis is? Is he a dude that can fill in for JJ? Um, I don't think that Jaden's a guy that um, will come in and be a true freshman starter. Maybe he will be uh, if JJ's gone and uh, there's no segue, you know, obviously in 2022, you had project quarterbacks in Alex Orgy and Jaden Denigal. Uh, this cycle, you had a project quarterback in Kendrick Bell. Um, you know, you do have Davis Warren kind of waiting in the wings, but uh, it might have to be a situation where you have to throw in Jaden Davis as a true freshman. We'll see. But I don't have him graded as high as I did JJ. I think he's on the back end um, of the top 100. But there are a lot of traits to like about him. He has really good arm strength. He has a great command of his high school offense, really high uh, football IQ, a guy that understands different coverages and what the defense is trying to throw at him. Great uh, footwork in the pocket and just great pocket presence overall. The things that concern me about Jaden are uh, he needs to continue to improve his accuracy and control of the ball. And you saw the accuracy improve uh, at Providence Day this year, going from, I think, about 55% to right at about 70%. So that was a nice jump to see. But of course, he has better weapons at Providence Day. So that helped as well. And control, when I saw him live, you know, there were some throws where he, you know, just threw the ball too hard, like a, like a baseball pitcher. Like he missed, uh, I think every game I saw him play in, he missed at least one screen because he sailed it or threw it into the dirt. Um, and then his long balls, his long balls are beautiful when they connect, uh, but they're really inconsistent. So just having more consistent deep ball accuracy will help as well. The other things that concern me are you see his height. He's only six foot and a half. Um, so he is on the shorter side and he's not a dynamic threat with his legs. So normally I don't really care about quarterbacks height. I mean, of course, you know, I want them to be above 5'10 or 5'11 uh, if they're dynamic playmakers. So a lot of people have mentioned, you know, a Kyler Murray or a Bryce Young. That's not what Jaden Davis is. He doesn't make plays like that with his legs. He's not an electric runner at all. But he can run, you know, he's not, you know, a statue. Um, I would say he's between a Cade McNamara and a JJ. JJ was much more elusive and had insane pocket escapability. Um, I don't see that necessarily with Jaden, but I also don't see him being like Cade McNamara and just sitting there and taking sacks. He can make plays with his legs if he needs to, but he's not a guy that the defense is going to necessarily be worrying about. So there are some things that Jaden can take the next step in. And as you see his ratings here, 
Um, he's a guy that's been ranked really high for a long time on three has him the lowest. And I would probably agree more with on three with that said, we're kind of nitpicking. I mean, this is still a top 100 uh, caliber recruit. He's still a guy that can make an early impact. I personally would like to see him, uh, come in and, uh, get a year, you know, to, to get acclimated before getting thrown into the fire. I wouldn't love to see him start as a true freshman. Uh, but he is a guy that has a lot of elite traits and a lot of elite tools to work with. And Michigan has made him the guy. So we'll see when he actually makes a decision. Let's go ahead and go down to, um, let's go down to, let's, looks like we have a lot of comments, but not necessarily a lot of questions. So it looks like you guys are, um, getting upset in the, uh, in the chat with each other. Everybody needs to get along let's go ahead and go down to adam mcginley who recruited uh blake Horam and donovan edwards that would be jay harbaugh he was the guy in charge so the guys that to, to clarify the guys that mike hart has recruited since arriving in ann arbor are cj stokes uh cole cabana and benjamin hall he's only been here for two full cycles so jay harbaugh was the guy that won over blake Horam and donovan edwards and uh jay remains one of the best recruiters on staff but isn't really involved with the running backs anymore um let's go ahead and go down to um let's go down to continuing with um the running back questions rico jesus has uh cabana will be good but what else do we have you know that's that's the issue that i have with the running back room right now is there's not necessarily a lot there after donovan edwards if blake doesn't come back and it's just donovan again right now um you have cj stokes who like i said i think is going to be a good serviceable back but not anything you know to really write home about you have tabier dunlap who just has not flashed at all in his appearances you have some walk-ons you have benjamin hall who you know was a very fringe take uh and not not very highly recruited so that's why 2024 is so so imperative for the running back position man you have to land a top end talent when your offense really features the running back position as much as michigan does you have to get a top uh 100 level back um let's go ahead and go down to gary green who says oh Gary Green says, why can't we get a five-star running back? Um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. You look at uh, what Mike Hart has done recently, and he even this cycle, right? Let's just use this cycle. Let's can his first cycle because that was his you know, first year here. Um, but let's go ahead and go to this past cycle where he took Cole Cabana and Benjamin Hall. Um I don't think Mike Hart really pushed for like super high level guys. He took Benjamin Hall and Cole Cabana early when they didn't really have any big offers. You know, you had uh, Cabana deciding for Michigan over not a lot of other premier programs. Now, I really like Cole Cabana. Like I said, he's a guy that fits in really well. You can do a lot with. I expect him to be an immediate impact player, uh, but he certainly wasn't ranked as high as he is now at the time that Michigan took him. So it was a good eval by Mike Hart, but not necessarily a big recruiting battle win. Um, and then Benjamin Hall just didn't have a lot of uh, high profile schools after him at the beginning, nor at the end of the process. So uh, he kind of settled on those guys early, took them and, you know, they, 
he he's it looks like Mike Hart is very willing to settle on guys that he thinks fits as opposed to winning the big recruiting battles. But um, as we head into the 2024 cycle, okay, man, you got your fits. Now it's time to really land that big fish that can be a Blake Quorum or can be a Donovan Edwards. So um, I think the more effort Mike Hart puts into getting a high level back, the more Michigan will have success on the trail, obviously. Uh, you know, Mike Hart has everything you want to sell. Michigan runs the ball like crazy. He is a great position coach. He can sell his resume as a player. He's one of the best to ever wear a wing helmet. Like everything is lined up for him to land a high level back. He just has to go out there and do it. Um, let's go ahead and go down to Luther Sanders. Can you see Keon Saab playing a role next year? Um, yeah, I really like um, Keon Saab. I've always uh, been a fan of him ever since he was an underclassman. I think uh, obviously he was a true freshman this year, very highly touted was a little bit of a tweener was my only concern between, you know, being a bigger safety or potentially spinning down to linebacker. I personally really like him as a bigger safety. I think you'll see him, uh, get some time next year. Uh, let's go ahead and go down to Adam McGinley. Isn't your point to trust the coaches? Can we not trust, trust them to coach up a four or five star? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the point, I guess, isn't necessarily to to trust the coaches. I mean, you can uh, blindly trust the coaches if you want to. Now, that's not to say that I don't trust Mike Hart. I think he's a great developer of talent. He's done a tremendous job uh, with Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum. But both of those guys were top 150 guys. It's not like these guys were, you know, three stars or low four stars. or They were national guys that had big-time offers. Um, it'll be interesting to see what he does with CJ Stokes and Benjamin Hall. Um, but I still think you need to land that talent running back, you know, is one of those positions where I feel like talent is a true premium. Um, you know, you can talk to me about a developmental prospect along the offensive line or along the defensive line or in the defensive backfield. But when it comes to running backs, I, I feel like getting those high end guys is essential and it's it's not really the point, man. Like Mike Hart shouldn't be settling for guys he can coach up. He should be landing the best of the best. This is Michigan. This is Mike Hart. Like you should be landing Donovan Edwards and Blake Corums and not settling for guys early. Um, <clears throat> let's take a few more questions. I know my uh, Google Chrome crashed, so we missed a few minutes. So let's go ahead and go down to KS. And he says, I know you've mentioned that Michigan needs to expand the recruiting department, have you heard anything about plans or rumblings to actually do it? Yeah, I mean, Jim Harbaugh has invested resources in expanding the program over the last couple of years. The problem is guys have left. You you had Courtney Morgan leave. He had to kind of fix that in a pinch and brought in a guy he's familiar with in Albert Karshnia. You did see him expand the on-campus uh, recruiting operations. He got Christina DeRuder some help this year. They brought in Paige Shivers as a full-time employee. I know uh, Christina has a small army of other little assistants and interns that help out with the visits and just on-campus recruiting in general. As far as the you know recruiting department, when it comes to um, personnel and having you know recruiters, on-staff recruiters, um, I do think that'll expand this year. Like I said, Jim Harbaugh has been committed to do it. He just has to find uh, the right balance of people. But I do think you will see an expansion. Um, let's go ahead and go down to um, 
Seth Scotty thinks, or I think the biggest issue is quarterback right now. Don't think JJ will be there for year four to carry. Who in 2024 could help go the issues transfer portal? So, um, yeah, like I said, Jaden Davis is the guy right now. Um, he is the prospect that Michigan wants the most at quarterback. They aren't really actively recruiting any other 24 signal callers. So he is going to be the guy that uh, that Michigan wants, and he's going to have to be the guy if he does commit. Now, if they miss out on Jaden Davis, we'll see where they go from there. And either way, I do think the transfer portal will always be an option. There's quarterbacks hopping in there left and right. So, yeah, I do think that um, that the transfer portal isn't something to shy away from. Like I said, I don't necessarily want Jaden Davis to come in and start as a true freshman. So I think the portal makes a lot of sense as well. Let's go ahead and go to Big Grove. He said, should Brady pre-score and top – 120-24 recruit in the number three ranked tight end in the cycle be an absolute must get for big blue homegrown talent um yeah he is a must get uh michigan already has a tight end commit in hogan hansen who's an uh, a consensus four-star prospect but brady prescorn is a guy that i really really like he's my personal top recruit in the state of michigan uh for 2024 and i think on three has him ranked as the number one overall prospect in the state of michigan next cycle as well um and that is true on three the only site that has him ranked number one in the state of michigan but you know when i look at pre-scorn versus guys like you know cj carr or nick marsh i think pre-scorn is easily the number one prospect in the state so he is a must get it does seem like he's leaning michigan early on he made a couple of visits in the fall and i really like what the wolverines have done with him if you can get brady pre-scorn and pair him up with hogan hansen that's a super dynamic duo especially this early in the process um it looks like that's all our question guys um oh looks like we have a last one from shadyville 03 um, so appreciate everybody for joining. We'll get with Shadyville three and get out of here. Sorry for the technical difficulties we ran into tonight. Again, you can blame Google Chrome, but what do you think is the biggest need for 2024 minus quarterback running back, <laughs> but outside of running back that we've discussed over and over again, um, I would say, you know, maybe maybe defensive line uh you always need high quality defensive line prospects uh this cycle i think michigan ended up with more project types i guess you had brooks Barr uh early who's going to need some time to develop you have trey pierce late who i think is a steal but might need some time to develop so true uh high level defensive line prospects and it all starts with five-star chicago native Justin Scott, the number one defensive lineman on the board and one of my personal favorite prospects for next cycle. All right, guys. So uh, for everything Michigan recruiting, make sure to sign up for the Wolverine.com right now for just $10 until next football season. Like this video. It helps with the algorithm. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's completely free. We'll have some more recruiting videos this week, as well as a bunch of team coverage for the college football playoff. Uh, make sure to tune into the Wolverine.com for all your coverage from this weekend's semifinal and go blue. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little, actually a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.